word that you've uh, given us, Lord, this morning, Lord, that we may be able to receive it, put it into our hearts, put it into actions, Lord, and not just build walls around our heart, but allow it to uh, manifest itself in our lives, Father. We're thankful, Lord, for this place that you give us to unite, to congregate. We ask that it just continually uh, be a blessed home uh, for all of us, Lord, in the house of worship, Father. We ask this all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. God bless everyone. Y'all may be seated, brothers and sisters. I bless the group, too, if you guys have to be seated also. I don't, I don't know if we have an exact date on how long we've been doing this. You know, say, hermanos, si tenemos una fecha o los años que hemos hacido esto, el servicio de agradación. Um... As I mentioned before, I, I really enjoyed uh, this service just due to the fact that how it was uh, created. Uh, pastor saw an opportunity um, to kind of break the mold, say it is that. You know, there's, there's uh, families here that their families were in other countries, other states. And um, the sacrifice that was given was, let's, you know, even if it was just our family, let's start having Thanksgiving here. For families uh, and I thought that was a very unique um, uh, gesture because again I think a lot of the times we you know we only take this opportunity to get with our families sometimes we won't see our families all year and it's just we take the advantage of this one right here and and we're seeing each other but there's also something that was very unique about the family of God uh, congregating together and just being here with each other so I've I really have enjoyed it I always thought that uh, even as a, a child, and even though I could be selfish and saying, I want to have Thanksgiving with my family, I always kind of thought it was very neat that we were able to open up the church on this special day uh, of gratitude. And I say this special day, but as we know as believers that this day is every day, that we should be grateful. We should be grateful every single day. Sometimes we miss this opportunity. Hermanos, uh, Uh, como estaba diciendo que me gusta este, este día porque era un pensamiento del pastor de tener un, algo especial, un servicio especial en un día que muchas familias se juntan, uh, muchas familias uh, uh, quieren estar, uh, viajan para diferentes estados para ir y ver, o ciudades para ir a ver sus familias, pero a veces hay uh, personas que no pueden ir, uh, sus familias uh, ya fallecieron o or uh, están en otro país, y el pastor pensó, ¿por qué no lo tenemos aquí? Era, bien, era, era algo bien lindo. Uh, y es un, yo sé que me miro que me gusta comer, uh, y sí, sí, sí es eso. So pueden decir eso, este nomás lo gusta el turkey. Es cierto. Pero me gusta también a verte comer tu turkey también. Pero Dios es bueno, hermanos. Uh, y ese día es un día especial que el mundo uh, quiere comer y quiere ver uh, el televisión para el, las cosas que están pasando hoy, pero es algo más grande porque es un recuerdo que debemos estar agradecidos. Y a veces los olvidamos eso. Ya, 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 ya las, las uh, I don't know how you say, costumbres del mundo. Uh, que, que, han di, que han dicho que son para una cosa, ya no son para esas cosas. Ya son para uh, hacer dinero o otro pensamiento. No es uh, 
uh, algo de, de la creación que era. Ya, ya, ya está cambiando todo, hermanos. Es todo negocio ahora. Y para nosotros, creyentes, debemos ser la luz en este mundo. Debemos ser la sal de la tierra. Debemos siempre estar agradecidos. You know, brothers and sisters, this world has changed completely. And, and for some of us that remember, we remember where there was, you know, in school, you would like, give thanks, do all these things, draw this, draw that. It's not that anymore. Now it's all, you know, it's, it's driven differently. It's driven by business. It's driven by profitability. It's driven like, okay, hey, let's get the stuff uh, for Christmas before Halloween just to give people an opportunity to save and do stuff. There's no mix, no matter in this stuff anymore. That shows us that this is, this is something that is, is, the world, is world uh, driven, not spiritually driven. But what we can learn and what can be reminded in this is what we still lack. And for some of us, even on this day, it's hard for us to give things. All year we have a hard time giving things, but even on this day, it's, it's hard to give things. And I like here in 1 Thessalonians 5.16, Uh, what Paul writes here to the, to the Thessalonians in 1 Thessalonians 5.16. Rejoice evermore. Amen. Verse 18. And everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you and everything give thanks it's a very powerful statement right there because we don't give thanks in everything you think about some critical moments in your life some devastating moments in your life some rock bottom moments in your life and think about how you might have not given thanks es importante la palabra aquí hermanos que dice da gracia en todo no that Gracias en las cosas que te convienen o que crees que son buenos para ti, pero en todo. No da chance, Pablo, aquí para nosotros pensar y balanzar lo que vamos a dar gracias. Dice, en todo. ¿Qué, ¿Qué cosa es eso, hermanos? ¿Qué cosa es eso? De pensar que en todo, bueno y malo, en todo. What it is that Paul took away from us, there was the balance act of saying, well, I think I'm going to give thanks in this because that makes me feel fuzzy inside. No. He says in everything, give thanks, good or bad. And we can sometimes. This is the struggle. This is why, why was Paul saying this? Because there is... Something that comes in healing, something that comes in victory, in giving thanks in everything. I don't want to give thanks in everything right now. I don't feel like giving thanks. You know, my father passed away, and I started thinking, 27 years, God put in my mind instantly. 27 years, he gave us extended from when we were supposed to lose him with cancer in 95. Come on, is there nothing to give thanks in that? I thank you, God, for that. Uh, uh, he, he had a wish always of not dying in a hospital and doing this. He died in peace. Should we not give thanks to that? Come on. There's so much that we can thank God for. The legacy that he le left, the, what he instilled in, in, in his children, in this church, in his grandchildren. I'm grateful. I don't choose to be sorrowful and hurtful and be hurt. I choose to be grateful. 
in everything, good or bad. See, now this is like, brother, you're, you're, this is kind of weird because you, 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 you can, you can, you can uh, mourn. Uh, oh, absolutely you can. That's a process for sure. I'm not saying that that's not the process of doing it, but you've got to shake that off where it becomes captivity for you. And it starts to go into other things. Then we just choose to, to, to be sad about something because we're depressed on other things. And I choose not to be. I choose for God to lift up my spirits, lift up who uh, he has created me to be. Sometimes it's craziness. This is craziness. You might not be getting it. If you don't get it, it's okay. It, will, it may come in time. It seems foolishness to people. But it's the power of God. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God, good or bad. Some of us right now, we're hurting. Some of us are hurting for other things. Give thanks. Because what is hurt today, tomorrow will be a blessing. So we don't see it. We don't see it. We can't see it. We can't see it in these carnal eyes. We can't see it now unless it's in front of us. I want to see it like it's in the future. I want to plant it. I want to work it. Like it's going to give seed and give fruit. So help me, God, to be that. Hermanos, muchas veces no entendemos esta locura que, que es dar gracias en todo bueno y malo. Yo doy gracias porque mi papá um, uh, vivió 27 años más que cuando iba a fallecer del cáncer. Yo doy gracias que él vio cosas que quería ver y hizo cosas que quería hacer. Como me voy a estar todo en triste, en triste, how do you say sad? En triste, triste, oh. ¿Cómo voy a estar triste en eso, hermanos? Porque es bien fácil para uh, agarrar un espíritu que es de depresión, de, pero yo quiero oír lo que dice la palabra de Dios. Algo grande, algo grande viene. El trabajo que, que, que se hizo, algo grande viene. Él no lo vio, pero hay muchas personas en la Biblia que no vieron la grandeza de Dios. Lo comenzaron, pero no lo vieron. No era nada, nada malo en eso. Era algo que, así es el proceso. That's the process of things. Sometimes there's people in the Bible that didn't see what God had called them, the direction to go. But they went in that direction. And it still happened. Speaking of that, let's turn to Psalms 136.1. Hablando un poquito de eso, hermanos, si podemos voltar para Salmos uh, 136.1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. We see David here, and sometimes we don't understand these Psalms is from David, but when you start to understand David's life, you start to say, man, this guy was, go was a mess. It's a beautiful, beautiful message on, that David is. Some of, some of uh, just hearing David's um, testimony or hearing David's life would heal a lot of problems that you have. He was abandoned. He wasn't considered by his family. How many of those? Are you, how many of y'all struggling that today? He was thrown and challenged. He was doubted on. How many of y'all can take something from David today? He sinned. 
he lost a child and hurt because of it? He started building a temple and didn't finish it? But he gave thanks because he knew in all these things that God was his God. And God had allowed him to achieve the things that he achieved. La historia de David, hermanos, pega muchas partes de nuestras vidas. Tu papá no lo consideró como un hijo. Digo, están todos tus hijos aquí. Ah, tengo otro. Te dije que te traía todos los hijos. ¿Cómo te olvidas de ese, tu hijo me, me, menor? Ah, it slipped my mind. It's like sometimes my mom, and I know she's older now, but she'll hit me with every name in the family. She hasn't said Pinto yet. If I get there, if she calls me Pinto, I'm in trouble. But she'll hit me with every name. Tú, finally at the end. <laughs> We've been laughing some of these mornings. She's trying to tell me something. And she's like, she hits every name. Si dice Pinto, yo estoy en problemas aquí. Si me llama Pinto, eh, pero a veces pasa eso que, pero el papá vino la profeta para, en órdenes de Dios, el, el, el rey que iba a estar en Israel. Y el papá dijo, oh, yo tengo, mira, estos hijos son los mejores. No, no son estos. Se, mira como, se miraba como este, pero yo pensaba que se miraba como este. No tienes otro hijo. Pero ahí está David en todos los salmos dando gracias. ¿Por qué? Porque no era algo carnal para él. Era algo de Dios. See, we hurt sometimes. We hurt carnally sometimes. And it allows a lot of spirits just to come in. Oh, I'm, I was this. I was this. This happened to me. This happened to me. And it becomes, yeah, a little lullaby for us that we fall asleep to what God had purpose for us. I didn't have this. I never had this. And I choose to feel this. And I'm going to be this. And I'm grabbing on to this. David said, you know what, God? I have you. I have everything. Have we figured that out yet? Hemos pensado en eso, hermanos. David no estaba, ah, no pensó de mi papá de mí. Uh, mis hermanos no me quieren. No piensan de mí. Uh, el mundo el mundo me va a dudar. Voy a hacer todas esas cosas. Pequé. Perdí mi hijo. No. Dijo, si yo tengo a ti, Dios, yo tengo todo. ¿Pensamos así, hermanos? Es trabajo para llegar a ese punto. It's work to get to that point. You know what kind of work it is? That there's going to be hurt that comes. There's going to be pain that comes that you got to apply it. That's the work. It's realizing that something's going to come in your life that you're going to have to prove that it's just you and God that matters. And when you have those moments, they're precious moments. God reveals himself to you. In a way that you can't imagine. In a way that nobody could have here on earth. And you appreciate that. Because God is good, amen? All the time, God is good. His love endures forever. Psalms 31 through 
uh, 12, brothers and sisters. I will exalt thee, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up and has not made my foes to rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave. Thou hast kept me alive, that I should not go down to the pit. Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. For his anger endureth but a moment, and his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but the joy cometh in the morning. Now, David, David's talking about some stuff here that's crazy. What are you talking about here? You know, David was contradicting what uh, Jewish customs were. When somebody would pass away, they would spend an entire month. They would spend just mourning. Well, you know, David, I think you made a mistake here because, you know, when something happens, you, it's, you can, it's not just a night. See, but David wasn't in the same level as customs were or traditions were or anything in our life is. He wasn't at that same level. See, David was in a different realm. Have you gotten to that realm yet? You got into that place, that special place where God takes you to and says, hey, I'll bring, come over here to the other side. There's a time that Jesus was there and he said, I'm going to take you to the other side, he told the disciples. A lot of us don't understand what that other side was, but that other side was a, something recognizing something that's different from what you've been raised with or you've thought that you needed. See, David got there with God in the fields, tending sheep, battling against the coyotes, the wolves, the bears, trusting in God. Do we want to trust in God? Do we want to, how we trust in God is being thankful and not doubting God when something happens. See, we don't understand when things happen until, we don't understand it at the moment. It could be something that happens. Whatever it is, whatever's happened in your life, it, you can't explain it, you know, something, but then you start to see the fruits of why God took you through it. Some of y'all didn't realize you could be a blessing, blessing in your lives based off of something that you went through. Some of you haven't tapped into it yet because you're still stuck in it. But God can do something tremendous in your life and who you are. But we've got to accept that. We've got to accept sometimes that the life that we're living is not the life that God wanted for us. Woo. You didn't catch that, did you? Some of y'all want to be happy with where you're at. You've you got to accept that God has a purpose for you that you might have not, it hasn't been revealed to you, you haven't accepted it yet. You think what you're doing right now is what God wanted you to do? It might not be. How do you get there being thankful? I'm thankful, God, that I lost that job. I'm thankful, God, because I believe that you have something for me. I'm thankful, God, they were asking me to do things that were contradicting what you've asked me, of me, God. I'm thankful, God, that you're, you're, you're moving us into a new place. I'm thankful that, you know, I, may, I might not see it right now, God, but you've always provided. You've never failed. Being thankful. Being thankful is so important. Amen. Verse 6. And in my prosperity, I said, I shall never be moved. Verse 7. 
Lord, by the favor thou hast made my mountain to stand strong, thou didst hide thy face, and I was troubled. Eight. I cried to thee, O Lord, and unto the Lord I made supplication. What profit is there in my blood when I go down to the pit? Shall the dust praise thee? Shall it declare thy truth? Listen to that, brothers and sisters. Why are you going to wait for for you to get into the grave to recognize something that you need to start doing while you're alive? Oye esto, hermanos. ¿Qué, qué, qué, qué va a ser mi, mi, mi cuerpo cuando está en el pozo? ¿Te va a glorificar? No, ahora te glorifico. Cuando estoy vivo, cuando puedo ser ejemplo para mi familia, cuando puedo hacer cosas para mí. Amigos, ¿los puedo enseñar algo? No, it's not that we wait for a moment that we won't be in control. We do it now while we're in control. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about, Gabe. I choose just to be relaxed and give thanks when I feel like it. I said, it's something, it's something that you might have not learned growing up. Some of y'all... Some of y'all don't know how to even say thank you when they bring you a refill, when they bring you your meal, when they do something nice for you, when they're nice to you at the register. Some of y'all don't even know how to do that. I see people these days, and, and, and you got to teach your kids that kind of stuff. Did you say thank you? They just brought that. You ask my kids. I get them all the time. I said it. I, oh, I had food in my mouth. Ask them. They're right here. I said, you need to say thank you. Go uh, out of your way. My, my, my daughter makes fun of me all the time. Why do you make fun of me? Because I'll say, hey, I'll tell a waitress to sit down sometimes and say, you're really good at what you do. Or I'll call another uh, waiter and say, can I get the manager? I need to talk to the manager because this person, and I'll tell the manager, keep this person. It's hard to find people that are as caring as that is. Be thankful. Be appreciative. Be good. Don't be on yourself. Because our God was not a selfish God. If he would have been selfish, he would have said, Ah, Adam and Eve, after two of you, I ain't going to go anymore. You guys figure it out. But he came, and he gave his life. When he didn't have to give his life, he didn't have to leave his throne of glory. But this act taught us that he's not a God that's selfish. He's a selfless God. He doesn't think about himself. Oh man, there's power in that. But where, man, we're calculating and thinking and, and what can I do and how can I gain and how can I step and how can I move? What can I do? That's the problem with this world. It's the rat race. Help us, God, to get out of that and consider you and just be thankful. I want to be thankful. And I truly want to be thankful and not have a reason to be thankful. Just be thankful. Because we got plenty of reason, the sacrifice that Jesus gave us and the salvation we have. Hear, O Lord, and have mercy upon me. Lord, be thou my helper. Thou hast turned uh, for me my mourning into dancing. Thou hast put off my sackcloth and girded me up with gladness to the end that my glory may sing praise to thee and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give thee thanks unto thee. 
Listen to this. You you don't know who you're dealing with here. This guy right here, this guy went through some stuff. You think you went through some stuff? This guy, you know, people wanted to kill him in his own family. You don't know. You don't know what's happening. There's ugliness happening here. But he was like, God, it's me and you. It's been me and you, God. If it's just me and you, that's enough, God. Like Pastor used to say, you remember that? Me and God are majority. I mean, come on, brothers and sisters. We got some good stuff happening. I want to bring it closer to me. I want to bring the good stuff closer to me. I, 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 I don't know how else to say it. You can, you, can, you can hate all you want to hate if things start coming to me. God starts opening doors to me. I'm not even talking about prosperity and things like that that are natural. I'm just talking about peace and happiness. I'm talking about sleeping through the night. I'm talking about not worrying where my kids are, if they're going to be okay, because I know God's got our family in his hands. Oh, there's something precious, something special about this. Oh, there's something about peace. The world looks for it. The world searches for it. The world will go to other planets for it. But I got it right here because I'm grateful. I'm grateful to God for what he does in my life and what he shows me. And to the end that my glory may sing praises to thee. Not when you do something for me, God, that triggers me. But that I can just do it anyways. Help me, God, to praise you all the time. Amen. Psalms 28, 6. Muchas veces, hermanos, estamos pensando, muchas veces necesitamos algo que los motiva para dar gracias. Qué bonito es cuando no necesitas nada. Qué bonito cuando tú reconoces que Dios es Dios. Y te motiva solo. Y hay algo poderoso en eso, hermanos. There's something powerful in that. Blessed be the Lord because he hath heard the voice of my supplications. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him and I am helped. Listen to that. When your heart trusts in him, there's going to be help that's coming in. But how can you Expect help from somebody when you're doubting their existence or doubting them being there or that they're going to come. I pray to you, God, but I still look. I pray to you, God, knowing that you're going to open and bring. There's something crazy about that, isn't it? When you say your will be done, what does that mean? What does that mean when you say your will be done? That means that God has a plan for it already. But sometimes we'll be praying and still on our own looking and stressing and anxiety. It's difficult, brothers and sisters. But what control do you have when it's out of your hands? You have no control. But what you can control is yourself. And there's power in that control. That self-control is powerful. That's where you just tone out everything that's coming at you, doctors, lawyers, managers, financial, everything. All this right here goes away. 
and says, God, again, again, what's my checklist? God, if I've sinned against you, forgive me. God, if I, I haven't been paying my tithes and, 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 and uh, offerings, Lord Jesus, and this is a curse that is said in the Bible will come, help me get in line. God, if this is just a test, strengthen me through it. Oh, I tell you one thing, that's a, that, that should be in our pockets every single time when we're going through something. Let me look at it here. But sometimes we don't. Sometimes we don't realize that we bring on some of these things ourselves. But help us, God, to realize it. Because it's beautiful when we realize it. It's beautiful when that aha moment happens. Like, oh, I know what I got to do. I know what happened. Isn't it precious? Oh, man, it's amazing. Sometimes it doesn't happen with a lot of people. They just stay in it. 40 years and dying in the desert. Can you imagine that? For what, 11-day journey? Can you imagine that, just dying in, in a place? Like, you got to get to Marble Falls, and you know the road you got to take, but you go all the way You go all the way to Amarillo, and it's just, you know, a few miles away. All because you didn't want to see the path that God had planned for you. Verse 8. I'm sorry, verse 6. My strength and my shield, my heart trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoiced. And with, and with my song will I praise him. You know, David was interesting, right? Because, I mean, David used to jam out with an audience of animals. Musicians got to kind of learn that, you know, it's not an audience, it's an audience of, it was just an audience of one to him. Because all his songs were to the stars and to the heavens and to God that was there. And so you see some of his psalms, you see some of his songs, his heart drawn out because of his gratefulness, how God came and healed him when he, need heal, he needed healing. Very, very, very unique. If we turn here to uh, 2 Corinthians 2.14, si voltamos hermanos para 2 Corinthians we see here Paul saying, Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to what? And who? And make it manifest the sa- sa- savor of his knowledge by us in every place. So if God's thinking how you can overcome and triumph, we should give thanks. Can you imagine that? That God's saying, hey, I'm going to send you into this challenge, but I see how you can triumph in it. You can triumph in this. Whatever's going to come against you, you can triumph in it. You're made for this. You're made for what's coming against you. You were built for this. There's things that you've gone through in your life that that challenge that's going to be right in front of you, you can overcome because of what you went through. And when I used to teach youth, I used to tell kids, because I, I mean, I heard some stories, and there were some stories that were just, that would break your heart, right? There were stories that, and then, I, I, you know, what do you tell people that, you know, are, are going through bad things and stuff like this? All you can tell them is like, look, you know, if you could just see that God is with you right now, if you could just see at this age that you're at that God is with you, do you know that there's nothing that's going to come before you that you're not going to be overcome with God? But the problem is that we don't learn these things when we're young. And so we start to build up all these walls and start to build up all this self-esteem and all these things that come against us. And we're just, 
we put on a face and we can't even recognize that we're blessed. How sad is it when you can't recognize you're blessed? That's why I'm telling you, it don't matter when I, when I see somebody and they're flaunting things and they're like, oh, look at me, look at this, when they're void inside. I don't get impressed by that. I get impressed when it's real in here and there's an appreciation. Let it be real in here, amen. Hermanos, muchas veces estamos sufriendo de cosas que cuando yo ministraba a los jóvenes, les decía, si tú nomás puedes confiar en Dios en este momento, siendo joven, no va a estar nada en tu vida que va a venir, que no lo vas a poder hacer con Dios. Porque lo que estás pasando era bien, en serio. Pero muchas veces es lo que pasa cuando somos jóvenes, uh, niños, jóvenes y adultos, perdemos algo y es reconociendo quién es Dios, lo que puede ser en nuestras vidas. So somos adultos y estamos buscando ayuda como estamos pidiendo a nuestro papá, a nuestra mamá, hermanos o lo que sea. So hay, 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 hay veces, hermanos, que cosas pasan que no entendemos por qué están pasando. No sabemos por qué están pasando y están pasando para enforzarnos más cuando crecemos, cuando estamos, más, cuando estamos adultos, que podemos ver que pasamos algo antes. We've passed things in the past. We've gone through things in the past. We've gone through trials and tribulations. Even without God, we went through them. And God's calling you for something. And it's beautiful because it says in the word of God, it says that he's calling you for something that you might not recognize today, but the day that you recognize it, you'll go right into it. There's something powerful about that, brothers and sisters. Hay algo poderoso, hermanos, que ahorita no puedes ver lo que, que Dios te está pidiendo de tu vida. A veces no lo podemos ver. Estamos tan, estamos todavía tan uh, uh, perdidos en en lo que ha, ha pasado, pero cuando lo miras, algo poderoso, porque Dios te va a usar para algo grande. Dios te quiere usar para algo grande. Can you imagine that a drunk sitting in front of his couch heard that? God wants to use you for something great. And you're here in church and you're hearing it and you can't be sober enough to realize it? Oh, that kind of got everybody a little quiet right there, huh? That's the power of God. It's because God chooses the foolish of the world to shame those that think they're wise. Woo, Jesus. I mean, is somebody feeling it in their bones? If you're not, then check yourself. Put a mirror at your nose. Because God is trying to revive hearts, trying to bring people back to life. If we turn back, uh, we turn to 1 Peter 1, 6. Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. That the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, through it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. We don't understand why we're going through. Why, we, why am I going through these things right now? Why is stuff happening? Porque estoy pasando estas cosas. No entiendo. 
lo estabas pasando en el mundo, pero no lo mirabas. Ahora crees que no vas a pasar nada, pero vas a tener las fuerzas de Dios aquí contigo. El entendimiento, lo que necesitas a cambiar. You see, you were passing through things, and you were going through things when you were in the world. You just couldn't see it. That's called blindness. Now you came in, and you see these little things, and you think it's, oh, I'm drowning. Come on now. Is there anybody here that was, like, at the point of death when they were in the world? And now you're stepping in a puddle, and you think you're dying because you got, you know, mud on your shoes? No, no, no. We got to. We got to change the mindset here. There's something powerful about what Peter's talking about here. That yeah, you're struggling with things. Things are coming at you. Things you can't explain. Things you can't understand. But God's refining you. Ooh. It's not the short game that you want. It's the long game you want. The short game doesn't get you anything because you just the rocket just loses. It's strength. You want the one that takes you beyond the atmosphere, that continues on. Help me, God, to have that strength. I don't want to just elevate myself to where you look like ants. I want to go to another galaxy. Take me, God. And sometimes that's sacrifice. Sometimes that's recognizing that God has a plan for you through all this mess. Tiene un plan Dios para usted, hermanos. Lo que has pasado, lo que estás pasando, tiene un plan Dios para usted. A veces no podemos agradar a Dios porque estamos en el punto que estamos. But we must recognize that maybe we're not where God wants us at. Ooh, how, how powerful is that? If you're going through a lot of stuff and life is tough and it's a grind for you, maybe you're not where you need to be at. It's that simple. Don't make it difficult. Could you imagine being in the desert? I go back to the desert a lot, don't I? <laughs> I think I need to get me a, a Baja truck or something. Can you imagine being in the desert? And you're walking, and again, it's like it's the, you've heard a lot of people talk about this, and it's like, didn't we just see that? <laughs> that's, that's, one, that's one year, right? And then you see the big flashing light, neon light that says exit here. And you're like, yeah, let's go this way. It's the craziness. Can you imagine that 11 days, 11 days, 11 days? We can't even comprehend what 11 days is to 40 years. Do the math on that one real quick, on days. 11 days. If I were to tell any of y'all in 11 days you're going to have what your heart's desire is, do you think you could stay in, on track for 11 days? Or would you just be distracted after a minute? Would something draw you to something after an hour? Eleven days is all they had. And God had done tremendous things in there. Could you imagine? You hear the story. Could you imagine being there and seeing the seas open up, seeing the plagues come, seeing death come, but then not in your house, seeing a great nation bow down to God and God control the heart of a Pharaoh. But for 40 years, they were stuck on themselves. But God knew. God knew I need to take you through the desert so you can let go of things that you had in Egypt. 
And what Peter's talking about here, the purification process, is a process you could be going through right now. Oh, you ain't hearing me, are you? I'm talking to everybody here. You could be going through a purification process that you could make it a lot faster by just letting go. Or you could just be picking up stuff and saying, well, I could use that. I might need that in, in the promised land. I want to give God thanks because what he's promised me ahead of me is better than anything that's ever been behind me. Oh, there's something powerful in that. What God has promised you ahead of you is greater than anything you've ever had behind you. But the problem is we're stuck on what's behind us. And that's why we don't thank him. That's why we can't see him. I feel like sometimes we, we got to play some, back, some of these things back because we miss them. We miss them on things that we're stuck on. We miss them on things that we want to be sorrowful on. But God has something for you. Believe me that. Well, what can he have for me? Look who I am. He doesn't see you like you see yourself. If he saw us the way we see ourselves, oh, my gosh, what chance would we ever have, right? He sees us as precious. He sees us as worthy to give his life to. We see what we see in the mirror. We see what we see in the past. He sees none of that. He sees potential. Why don't we all stand up, brothers and sisters? Oh, we're not ending yet, guys. We're going to. We still got a little bit of time, so you guys don't need to start getting stuff ready. I just want us to pray real quick if we can for the word. Lord Jesus, we come before you, Father. We're so grateful for the word that you give us, Lord, what you instill in us, Lord, that you may be, uh, uh, make us recognize, Father, the importance of giving thanks, Jesus. Not in just moments that we feel that are worthy to give thanks, Lord, but in all moments, Father. If we can go back to hurt that we had in our life, Lord, things that we shouldn't have went through, and we just give you thanks, Lord, because you have brought us to recognize, Lord, that it wasn't you that caused these things. It was this world that has denied you, Father. Your love wants to bring peace and healing, Father, restore that, that was lost, Father. This world wants to destroy, confuse us, Father. Father, I ask that your spirit enter the hearts of those that are receiving, Lord, this precious word, Father. And that you start to work and start to bless those that are in need of your healing, Father, and envision, Lord, discernment. Right now, this world needs discernment, Lord, and what the path it's going. There's so much confusion. There's so much pull in so many different ways, Lord, that we need to hear your voice in the desert. That's leading us. We give you thanks, Lord, for everything, Father. Things that we didn't have growing up, things that we lacked, Lord. We give you thanks for that, Jesus. Because we're made in a special way, Father, that can endure things that are to come. We may not be able to see those things that are coming, Lord, but when they do come and they appear themselves, we're going to understand why. We went through things, things that we saw, Father. I ask those that are discouraged by what they're in, Lord, to see the opportunity 
that they have in you, Lord, to be glorified, Father. But they've got to recognize that that takes time. It takes roots growing into the dirt. It takes the work of paying attention and allowing the water to reach what needs to reach the root. I ask, Father, that you just continue to bless this church, Lord. You bless this day, Father. And I'm asking, Lord, that you just bring joy in our lives, Lord, to recognize that you're with us. We ask this all in your precious and holy name. In the name of Jesus, amen.